This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Welcome. That's a little loud. Welcome to the Morris Code. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey and in um, life's journey is my husband, Dr. JK. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. You're I hope welcome. this airs tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you so dang um, cantankerous today. I don't know. It's been a long day. Yes, yes, it has. Been a good day. Yeah. Been a long day. Has it? Mm-hmm. So we um, are 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 exercising a little more vulnerability and sharing a little bit more about who we are, um, not only on Wednesday nights but also in this space called Sunday mornings because we live by faith. I th- don't we huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> it's like the only way mm. uh, that we have the ability to live. So we started last week and we're going to continue this week and just kind of see how this goes and, and feel it out. And so this week's scripture is Second Kings and it is uh, chapter four, verses one through seven. And so verse one says the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a little oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all of your neighbors for empty jars. Do not, don't ask for just a few. Then go inside, shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all of the jars. As each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and afterward shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full... She said to her son, bring me yet another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. When she went and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. And so there is, there is so much to unpack and there is, um, so many lessons in just in that that small frame in that that small space. But I'll I'll share some of the things that come up for me um, as I as I listen, because the first thing is, is that we it's, it's kind of near and dear because we're talking about a woman and we're talking about a woman who has lost her husband. And not only has she lost her husband, she has nothing except for a little oil. Mm-hmm. And so this idea of putting myself in her place, I can't imagine the fear and the concern and the anguish and the devastation and 
um, in the grief, right? Mm -hmm. If I think about I'm, I have now lost my husband and I know for sure that they are coming to take my sons as slaves in order to pay a debt. And so how do we figure out, even in the midst of everything that is happening, how do we still continue to, one, be aware, and two, be obedient? And that is something where sometimes we override. We override everything because we want it to make sense. And it doesn't always make sense. I am left without a partner, without my spouse, with nothing other than debt and a little bit of oil, mm -hmm. which, as it turns out, is everything I need. But in order to make sure that I had everything that I need, I had to be obedient in the midst of my, my, my devastation, my upset, my concern, my worry, my grief. I still had to find a level of obedience. Mm -hmm. I think when I look at um, the question, Alicia says, how can I help you? Oftentimes when we run across people and we ask them, hey, what do you need or how can I help? People don't have an answer. We should always have an answer. If there is something that we need or if there is a desire of our heart or if there is something that we want and people are asking us, we have to be in a position to respond. And she was very, very clear he said, tell me, what do you have in your house? I've got nothing but this one thing. Do we take inventory and know for sure what we got? Or do we have everything that really doesn't mean anything other than the things that we really need? I've got nothing except a little oil. And she was very clear. I only got a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let, let me be transparent. Let me answer your question. When you ask me, what do I need? Well, you know what I need. I need to figure out how to cover the debt in order to be sure that my son still stay with me and that my family's remained intact. Well, how, what do you have to do that? I don't have it. I got a little bit of this, and that's it. Sometimes our pride gets in the way. Sometimes we're not sure that we want to share the things that we want and the things that we need, especially when people are asking but I'm telling you that when folks ask and you believe in their intent, I always have an, <laughs> like I mm -hmm. always have an answer. Mm -hmm. And so here's what he gave her. He gave her an assignment. All right, fine. You got a little bit of oil. What I want you to do is go ask your neighbors for all of the empty containers that they have in their house. Like you have to feel some kind of way going door to door and asking your neighbors for empty containers. And then he says, close the door behind you. Every now and again, we have to get still and be quiet and be obedient. And that doesn't come from everyone around us. Mm. It comes from faith, which is what all of this is. She is being obedient in the midst of her trial. And she's obedient to faith. I know that my husband revered the Lord. And I also know that you are a prophet. And because you are a prophet and you're asking me to do a thing, I have faith enough that this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to go ask these folks 
all these jars, which is super duper weird, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to close the door. I'm making sure that my kids are inside with me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to start to pour the oil, which seems super odd. I'm going to pour oil from one jar <laughs> to another jar that I went and borrowed. Like, what is our level of obedience? Because if I've got to figure that out myself, I'm going to say, yeah, this doesn't make sense, so I'm not doing it. Mm. Pour it from one to the other. And it started to flow, and it continued to flow, and it continued to flow, and it continued to flow, and then all the jars were full. She didn't realize that all the jars was full because she was in the thing doing the thing, which was being obedient and doing what her task was, which was pouring and pouring and pouring. And then she says, bring me another one. That is when her son said, he didn't say, okay, we got five left. Okay, we got one left. Because, you know, we'll audit, right? We'll mm-hmm. take, we'll, <laughs> we will follow it and we will follow it and we will follow it. Obedience requires that you do the thing without knowing what the outcome will be. Faith requires that we do what we're asked without knowing and understanding what the outcome will be. It, it took faith and it took obedience to go to the neighbors and, and knock. It took faith and it took obedience to say, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of oil. I got a little bit. Got a little bit of money left. That's all I have. And I'm not sure how I'm going to pay the rest of my bills. So she poured and she poured and she poured until every jar was full. She went back. Because sometimes we'd still interject and we override the process and we've decided, okay, now all the jars are full. I'm going to decide what we're going to do. She went back to the origin and to the source and then said, this is what happened. All the jars are full. And she waited for further instruction. He said, go and sell it and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what's next. If that is not an exponential blessing, Go and sell it, pay your debts, and live on what's next, whatever is left. Mm. So it's not just enough to pay your debts. It's not just enough to get you through next month. It's not just enough to get you through the remainder of the year. Go, sell the oil, pay your debts, and live on what's left. You and your son. You and your sons. The amount of increase she received was solely up to her. And her level of faith. And obedience. And obedience. Mm -hmm. Right? It never ran out. She determined what she received. When when, When the assignment was to go and get whatever the tool in the vessel was, was to capture the oil... And he was very clear, not a few. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes either we're all in or we're all in. We can't be all in and and all (laughs) and halfway in and halfway out. We can't start in faith and then override and then decide we're going to do what what makes sense to us because faith oftentimes we can't see and it doesn't. That's how I know sometimes that I'm doing the right thing is because it doesn't make sense to anybody else. (laughs) That's how faith works. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to us either. It doesn't. Right. It rarely, like I can't imagine, 
like in this in this story, I've got nothing. I know the people are coming, and you telling me to go collect some empty jars to do what? Can't even imagine. So it's not supposed to make sense, but that is where the faith is developed and that is where it's built. But then the question for me for today becomes, what's the vision for your life? Mm. Do you have a big vision? Are you going to get a ton of jars or are you only going to get the ones that you can put in a cart? Right. Like, am I going to get five or am I going to get two? Am I going to get what I can carry? What's the vision for our life? Because he said, borrow not a few. We have to have big visions. We can't limit our visions based on what we see and what we've already seen and what we think others um, may think is what's best for us. We can't go around every year expecting the same thing because we get the same results, right? It's like we want more, but we know this is what we've had, and so that's all I'm going to work towards. And that and that keeps us doing what we've always done. To get what we've always we've got. got. Mm-hmm. Don't borrow tiny little containers. Borrow the biggest containers you can find. <laughs> and believe and know that he will fill them if, you, if we have the faith to, to, to believe and not have to determine how. Because mm. all the times we won't know how. We rarely know how. Yeah. Release yourself from trying to figure out how the thing is going to work out. Just release it. Because here is what he said. Go, sell the oil, pay your debts. You and your sons live on what's left. And so determine what you want to live on. Determine what you want your what's left to be. And that is the number of jars that that you secure for you and your family. And close your door. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> It's kind of interesting that the scripture says close the door. Close the door means also close our mouth. Close the door, close our mouth, go in, do what we have been asked to do. When we do that, we start to it allows him to make provisions to secure the vision for our life, which is bigger than what we could ever imagine. So as you move through this week. Think about the containers. Think about who you're sharing space with. Think about the vision for your life. Think about are you being obedient to the things that you've been asked and called to do. And we'll see you next week on next Sunday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.